Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Cows in wartime, the bovine poet laureate, and rumoured sightings of a rare pygmy cow. Are you seeing any kind of a theme here? They're all part of a highly industry-specific podcast that describes itself as the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Here's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast with its lamb investigation special. Lamb is pernicious. Lamb is the one issue that no one's talking about and the issue that everyone should be talking about. Lamb is a way of life. It's, um, it's part of our heritage in New Zealand, and which is why it's so hard to hear that um, it's causing so many problems in this country. I'll tell you this. I am a professional risk assessor, and this threat terrifies me. You will not find lamb or mint on my plate, nor on my children's. If I'd known that a piece of lamb would have this devastating effect on my life, I would have thought very hard. I wouldn't have been swayed, even by a a piece of lamb, however beautifully cooked. I would not have tasted it. I would have gone, no, take that lamb away from me, that filthy, dirty, disgusting plate of lamb away from me. But I was vulnerable. Lamb. Amongst the four meats, it's very much the black sheep and also the white sheep. What is often forgotten is that lamb itself is harmless, as harmless as a chicken pie, a beef plat, or a plate of venison, a.k.a. forest beef. It's a question of sources, and lamb leads inexorably to mint, the bastard herb. But how prevalent is the consumption of lamb? Can anything be done about it? And should I renew my Amazon Prime? The first two of these questions are the focus of this Beef and Dairy Network podcast, Lamb Investigation Special. I went to see friend of the show, Dr Sam Archer, a GP best known for his appearances on BBC Two's What the Doctor Ordered and Channel 4's Celebrity Euthanasia Live. Dr Archer appeared on this podcast last year, giving advice to anyone with a lamb problem. The best thing to do really is to to seal yourself up in your home with some heavy-duty tape and just just try and go out with some dignity. He took me for a walk around his local area to show me signs of lamb use, or as it's known on the streets, bow peeping. Uh, Here's a great example. Okay, you see at the corner of this street? Yeah. Okay, you see there, we've got uh, an old man, an old woman and a young boy. We'll just hang back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so we've got an old man, an old woman, and a young boy there. Um, this is a classic example of bow peeping happening right here because it, it's all to do with you see. Um, usually in threes, these people get the lamb, and that's because it, it's one for the master, one for the dame, and one for the little boy who lives down the lane. And see, that is that. That's how they go about getting the lamb. So, which which of those three will actually be making the transaction? Uh, so that'll be the dame. Right. The dame will be the one who uh, she, she'll be uh, facilitating the the selling of the lamb between the seller, the master, and the buyer. That's the little boy who lives down the lane. Right. Mm. So this is classic bow peeping. Yeah, happening in in broad, broad daylight. daylight. Yeah. yeah. I have to remember this is totally legal though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's disgusting. In the safety of his home, 
Dr. Archer told me that since his appearance on this podcast last year, he has spent a lot of time researching the field more deeply. He was shocked when he discovered the gravity of what we're facing. It frightens me for the future of our, our nation and, and the globe, actually, when I think about how dangerous lamb is to, to people. You know, we're all thinking about the polar ice caps when actually we should be looking at something else that's white and moving slowly. And that's, that's sheep and the meat they produce. Hi, uh, I'm Ted Busk. I'm a senior analyst at uh, the Global Threats Index. We're an organization which determines the probability of various threats to humankind. Uh, and then we provide that information to governments and NGOs. Ted Busk is one of the world's most highly respected risk analysts. Every year at GTI, we put together an index of dangers that are facing humankind worldwide. Uh, this year's list, top 10 is the stuff that you would expect largely. Pandemic flu, asteroid event, nuclear conflict, uh, unspecified mystical plague. But for the first time, and this is big news, the first time the lamb epidemic is in the top 10, coming in at number nine, right between full robot takeover and a witch's curse. So based on current trends... And I'm extrapolating here. We estimate that the global lamb epidemic and especially the mint consumption that's associated with the global lamb epidemic will be the number one existential threat facing humankind within five to ten years. Claire was a very happy child. The life and soul of the party. Everyone adored her. Very chatty, bubbly. Flourishing, really. The writer, Leonard Mouveau, was living happily with his wife and teenage daughter Claire in Herefordshire. Then he got a new job, writing quirky and light-hearted copy for the side of juice bottles, and moved the family to London. And she started at her new school, and suddenly I noticed a total change in her. She suddenly became uncommunicative and, and sullen. And we had absolutely no idea why. One night, Leonard got home late after a long day writing text for the inside of a speech bubble emanating from a cool raspberry to find that Claire hadn't come home. Leonard rang all of her friends and her school, but no one had any idea where she was. Leonard was frantic. I began putting missing posters up all over, all over the area and then further afield to the neighbouring boroughs. And then a few nights later, I received a text message from an unknown number saying someone thought they had seen my daughter. So I followed the directions in the text and I followed them here, just this way here, through to this, this palace of bins behind this hotel. And I, I searched around and eventually I, I noticed that rather oversized yellow bin over there and I, I saw this trace of movement, a blonde head bobbing around. And, as I got nearer, I looked inside and I saw, there she was, there was my daughter, Claire, chomping down on an enormous leg of lamb, really going to town on it. And she looked up at me with these hollow eyes, staring straight through me like she'd never seen me before in her life. I felt like I didn't exist. I felt like everything that I had known or thought I knew had completely fallen away like an ashtray made of snow. In all probability, Claire had been sold that leg of lamb by a lamb dealer from New Zealand. 
Well, the thing is, is that in New Zealand, we are sort of, I guess, capable of, of taking lamb. Jessica, not her real name, is a former lamb dealer. When I was a young kid, I, I, uh, I grew up on lamb chops, you know. I mean, I, um, when I was first teething, my mum would take out a frozen lamb chop out of the freezer and, and I sort of just gum it. When it's so uh, prevalent in your diet from such a, an early stage of your life, I mean, it doesn't really negatively affect you because you, you don't know anything but lamb. I personally have never eaten any other meat. Uh, I've only eaten lamb. I've, uh, I've once nearly had some chicken and that was, I was really drunk. Jessica is originally from Auckland, but is now living in South London. So basically, um, when anyone gets like a certain age in New Zealand, they kind of get sent over here uh, to kind of have their overseas experience, you know, get to know people on the other side of the world, do some travelling, obviously deal lamb and, uh, and introduce it into the UK market. And you're kind of brought up your whole life knowing that you will make this trip. You will be transporting about 23 kgs of, of, of um, frozen lamb in your uh, luggage to be able to sell and introduce over here. I mean, is it illegal? No. Uh, is it frowned upon here? Absolutely. Uh, the customs officers were really quite abusive is probably a strong word, but they were uh, had a lot of questions. They had a lot of questions like, why is your bag bleeding? Um, what does that smell? Why don't you have any clothes? Uh, why, is your pa- like, why is your passport just like covered in meat juice? As Jessica says, she was able to come to this country and sell that suitcase full of thawing lamb absolutely legally. We're, we're living in a world where lamb is legal and mint sauce is still legal. It says that this is permissible, that this is okay. It's not. And I don't know why they're not stepping in. I don't know why they're not doing more to stop young people getting hold of lamb. Um, personally, I think that there should be raids at every port. They should, they, you know, any refrigerated van, they should be going in and, and tearing out the lamb because it's just it's upsetting that more hasn't been done. But I think that's an example of how this current government is just slow to act on lamb. So do you think it is um, this specific government, for example, is it the Conservative Party in this country? Mm. Or is it across the board? Because, you know, we all heard those reports of the Labour Party conference Mm -hmm. absolutely reeking of mint sauce. Uh, the, the, The smell kicking off the back of that hotel. Yeah. Some people having to be hospitalised just from the fumes coming out from the windows from the party conference. They play it so dry and deadpan it could almost be true. Some of the Beef and Dairy Network podcasts Lamb Investigation Special. And thanks to the English comedian Benjamin Partridge for giving us permission to play that. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. <laughs> 